This, this, this is Jolly Rogers and Touchdown with Casey Hudson and Kaylee Mizell. Time for us to just get into the nitty gritty of. We got to break down this game, uh, game review. Casey, we normally do offense and then we'll go into defense. Uh, I, 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 this was a weird game. And so we'll just kind of see how it all plays out. I mean, starting, I guess on the offense, it's, I, 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 I don't know what there is to say that we haven't said time and time again. Um, Mm -hmm there's it's just the rhythm of this team there There. isn't any there isn't any (laughs) rhythm of this team you know it's like oh like you know we talk about like dancing and it's like oh you kind of like you know you got to feel the beat and then get into it and whatever this team is just it just doesn't seem like they've ever gotten into a groove and there's a million things that you can like say kind of go into it and it's not just one but between like the injuries the mental game the confidence mm-hmm. um it, it, it just time and time and time again this team it, it offensively is just finding it hard to move the ball um and and, and I think that it's yeah it's disappointing um especially like whenever I do have to give them a little bit of credit because like even on that first drive, it's like they were trying, you know, they tried to get Kate out and involved. They tried to get Julio Jones involved like early. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's clear to see um, a- as the game went on that Tom Brady was like not on his mark. Um, you know, there was a couple like later on in the game, the pass to Mike Evans that was like clearly underthrown that got, you know, that, was an interception. Like that's on Tom. Like that's Tom's fault. So some of these incompletes are, you know, on, on Tom. And some of them are like, you know, just in good coverage or just, you know, whatever it it, it happens, but it's happening more often than we've ever seen it happen. And so I think that that's that's frustrating and it's weird. It's Mm -hmm. weird to watch, watch that play out. Um, in some ways, um, it reminds me of, you know, um, Drew Brees a little bit, you know, like his last season, he had a ton of injuries and he was, people were really easy to get up into his face and the same Drew Brees that you saw, like making these like down the field passes, it just wasn't happening. Like they, they were having to go for like the short yardage. Um, and even then it was like, kind of dropping off and I'm not saying that Tom Brady's cooked but I'm just saying that it there there is inconsistency in his game like we've never seen it yeah there's definitely a new inconsistency to his game and mentioning the deep throws like that was something that I was hoping that they were going to kind of remove from the not remove from the game but limit for sure Mm -hmm. um a couple games ago and the other reason why is because it's not particularly necessary your best yardage has been those medium passes and 
you still continue to try to do these deep balls to Julio Jones, who's constantly working through this knee thing all season. Uh, Scotty Miller, who while is as hungry as he is to make something work, um, he's not very consistent. So you don't have those key guys that you can 100% say, yeah, this is our deep threat and this is what we're going to do. And the guy who used to be that consistent deep threat, Mike Evans, is barely a part of the game plan. So it just and when he is, him and Brady are not on the same page again. Like, oh, like Evans was open. Evans was there. Evans could have caught that pass and made and potentially even scored a touchdown. Right. Mm-hmm. But like Brady underthrows him. And like and then it's an interception. Like that's not on Evans. That's not his fault. Like, yeah, Brady missed. And, and so even their connection is off. Yep. And that's a that's the biggest question mark with all of this is how did they get there? Because yeah. if there was one thing that this team could rely on, it was that connection. And now there's no answers for why there's this huge disconnect. And it looks like they're trying to build chemistry year one all over again. You know, yeah. there's a lot of parts to a lot. There's a lot of parts to this team's game over the course of the last three weeks. It looks so similar to the first game that they played versus the Saints when Tom Brady signed with this team. And it was just kind of like, but I remember after that game, it was like, okay, they need time. They need time. They need time. Well, majority of this team has had so much time together, and it's and it's not present. It's not showing. So the biggest thing that stood out was the fact that it, there was just so much panic played into last mm-hmm. night's game. You know, for starters, Leonard Fournette was not only leading in rushing yards, but leading in receiving yards. You know, 90 receiving yards, 72 uh, rushing yards. He They they retracted to the to how the they – The old way of playing, play. yeah. Like, Putting the team on one person's back. Now I will say this: there's a second drive. They went to Fournette four times in a row. Mm -hmm. They needed one yard. They went to him four times in a row, and three of those times, no gain, no gain, and then minus one yard. So it's just like, what are we doing here? That was a lot of the questions that just kept rising throughout the game. What are we doing here? What's the end game? And they would do it with Rashad White sometimes, go back yep. to back to him as if there was nobody else. Now, the one little bit of credit I will give this team is the fact that some guys just weren't – the vibe was totally off. Like, Kate mm-hmm. Otten, I will still sing his praises and, and vouch for the fact that he deserves a big role on this team. But some, he had some key drops last night that weren't yeah. anybody's fault but his own. So mm-hmm. it was just like – I can understand that it's probably hard for this team to get their head in the game week in and week out, seeing as how they're losing and even how they're winning. And I think that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a team that's really just trying to get uh, as far across the finish line as possible. Um, I I would even go as far to say, you know, they just want to get through the season without too many more terrible performances. Or injuries. Yeah. Or injuries. Yeah. Casey, something else you you said you got to give them credit for something. and, and, And I do as well. Um, I've really honed in on the mental aspect of this Bucks offense in their game. And I do have to give them a little bit of credit because there were some pretty egregious mistakes last night and they still were able to come out and respond well. And I have to appreciate that, you know, the, the Cardinals get a field goal to tie the game. The Bucks respond the very next drive with their own field goal to 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 keep it you know a three-point game in their favor um you know the cardinals tie it up to end the half then after the interception the cardinals get another field goal make it nine six then the cardinals get 
a touchdown. So now if you're counting, the Cardinals have had they they've had three drives where they have scored and produced some points and the Bucs haven't had any. Right after that, the Bucs come out and get their own touchdown and and you know respond. Then later on in the game, um there's a fumble from the Cardinals and the Bucs respond by getting a field goal. So I do have to say that like I'm proud of the mentality of of the of the offense. You know, I think a lot of times they they get it in their head that like it's too much. They can't, res- you know, and they're not responding very well. I think you end the half the way you do on an interception, and then they go out and and tie it up, and then you start the second half with another interception. They get points off of that. Then they get a touchdown, and the fact that you didn't let that bog you down so much, and you go out and you respond by scoring a touchdown you don't even just take a field goal like you're able to get into the end zone I have to give credit where credit is due you know I'm proud that they were able to respond that way yeah I I would they're they're better than that and so I still want to like make that clear they're better than that they should be better than that however they did respond well and I think that that is something that I have been focusing on for them that I really want them to start responding in the face of adversity. And I feel like to a degree, they did that last night. See, now you're going to make me sound like the Grinch, Kaylee. I didn't oh, want you to disagree. And be the Grinch. You're going to um, be the humbug. Yeah, I have to, I have to, because while, while you make a good point and we do prefer to see responding versus just like complete crumbling, <laughs> the amount of field goals to me is equivalent to the crumble. First of all, yeah. even that opening drive, it should have never turned into a field goal. They should have been able to finish that. They're unable to polish anything off, even things that are just sitting okay. in their lap, giving them all of the of giving them the entire formula to execute. You know, at one point when they were making way and almost found the end zone with Julio Jones, they get back to back penalties. It completely shot them in the foot. So I want to give them credit for that. <clears throat> I do. I really do. Because it's hard to be an actual fan of this team and see them just kind of like, you know, crumbling the way that they do sometimes. So you're right about the fact that they were able to respond. It's just like the amount of field goals they had, I can't give them credit for. They should be able to execute on those. There was a lot of silly mistakes of this team beating themselves. J.J. Watt was almost the lone hero for owning this offense. Lone hero. Now, I mentioned on the last episode that I'm a big J.J. Watt fan. Um, He was one of my favorite guys to watch over at the Texans years ago. And, you know, I give him so much credit for for the work ethic that he has and who he is to this game. But J.J. alone should not have been able to just completely own this offense. I mean, and of course, it starts with a fractured offensive line. But still, it was play after play after play where the TV's zooming in on his face because he's just, you know, taking names. And... We're still talking about a team who has their third string quarterback in and has dealt with their layers of injury. So I would be more proud if the if the guys on the other side of the ball were, you know, maybe a seven win team, a little bit on the healthy side, a little bit more consistent. But the Cardinals have had their fair share of overwhelming drama. And I don't think it's worth the tally to say hey, we pulled off a win versus this four and whatever team with their third string quarterback in. And guess what? It was James Conner who not only ran the ball down our throat, but passed all, all, you know, received balls all over us as well. There was just, 
if it was a different team, I would have a different thought. But I, I can't give them any credit. This was a horrible game to watch. It was so bad. Yeah, I I was trying to I was trying to find the silver linings in the in the holiday. I know, I know. And I'm glad that you did. I'm glad. No, I still think that they 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 responded better than they have in the past, and that's what I want to give them credit for. But I agree with you. They still should have played better. And you and you mention a few things that take us to the defensive side of the ball, which is this. What helped them? <laughs> this offense is down to their third string quarterback they're down like they're a fairly one-dimensional offense and you would expect the defense this bucks defense to be able to have handled them better than what they did um and that didn't happen that didn't happen you know like you said the fact that you know james connor got 80 yards greg dorch got almost a hundred yards. Like that's I, I I don't know how you swallow that. If you're this bucks defense, knowing that you just let that happen. And this is a four, like this team has four wins the entire season yep. and they're struggling offensively. I truly thought that this game was going to come down to defense. And I mean, a, a, a little bit, it did. It was a pretty, it's a pretty miserable game to watch. There wasn't very much action going on at all. Yeah. Um, but this defense, they should have been able to hold them to a tighter game, and they didn't. Right. Of all things, the, the field goal range that this team kept getting, and then that punt fake that that really threw these guys. What I will say on an appreciation note is that after the defense kind of, you know, blew that one or or special teams if you will the conversation you saw the guys come together and have a conversation immediately you saw them kind of pumping each other up and, and discussing where you know coverage went wrong but again that's defense that decided to take accountability weeks ago versus an offense that's still just humdrumming along pretending like one one day on the field it's all going to click so uh you're totally right keely in the sense to where this defense could have come up way bigger in this game um, Anthony Nelson shouldn't be the biggest celebrated play or sack on this on of that entire game. You know, um, I understand that they've taken a loss with Carl Nassib being out and uh, Vita Vea being out and stuff, but still, Joe Tryonshanka, like he's supposed to have, he was supposed to have, I think, a way more elevated season, and you know, and in games where defensive players are injured and out and he has an opportunity to kind of really make make waves here there's not too much going on it was Levante David that really stacked up for this team yeah. anyways um not only leading and tackles but you know how to tackle for loss and really had the most significant uh splash I'm quote air quoting because <laughs> there wasn't much splash last night but if there was any splash to look forward to outside of Anthony Nelson's sack it would be anything that Levante David did uh Carlin Davis was a bit inconsistent but came in at, at certain moments Mike Edwards was really trying hard for his team he had a tackle for loss Logan Ryan had a tackle for loss um and was pretty up there with eight tackles himself but still it was just there wasn't much consistency versus a team that they could have probably I think we said this on the last episode, Kaylee. Like, this is a team that they can come out and just completely own and dominate. Like, 
let's see. Take the confidence up a little bit going exactly. into, into some NFC South matchups. This should have never been an overtime game no. in, in all truth. <laughs> it should have never been an overtime game. And it got to overtime not because these teams kept finding the end zone and it was this exciting like – Ooh, which which better half, which better team opponents gonna get it? This is field goals that push them into overtime. Yeah, field goals predominantly, and then you get into overtime, and it's still just as bad. Like versus a Cardinals team that they should have been building their confidence on because I'm the Panthers just came off of a nice little upset victory, and I'm sure that they're going to be carrying a large chip on their shoulder and they're going yeah. to be walking in that confidence that we were hoping the bucks were going to find this weekend. And it's not going to, it's going to be a tough, it's <laughs> they're in there. These next couple of weeks are going to feel long for this. It's going to be a rude that's awakening. Yep. Yeah. It's that's going to be. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's hard to find your way from here, Casey, because there is a reality of like wanting to be positive and not gloom and doom all the time. The yeah. Bucks did win, but it should have been better, and mm-hmm. it could have been better, and it wasn't. And so it just feels like it, it, if if you guys are listening, it just feels hard to celebrate. It feels yeah. hard to celebrate a 1916 overtime win to a four-win Cardinal team who's struggling offensively and defensively. And that you should have been able to to be significantly better than 